for is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Ho, 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 ho. I feel bad that you've never played Santa. I feel like... <laughs> So I was in a play when we got to Flint. I was a miracle on 34th Street with the Flint Community Players. You were. And Pat just started to develop like his own Santa impression. Well, because... And, she- and he, he's he been doing it ever since. And I've literally yeah. told him, like, you should play Santa. No, it's because you'd come home every night from, uh, you know, these rehearsals and stuff. And uh, there's, you know, Santa's a big part of that show. Well, I a, would have you read with me yeah. so I could memorize my lines. And his his Santa was like over the top. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I did play Santa in eighth grade. We did some kind of like a... That be, that's before you had a beer belly, though. It is. <laughs> and a beard. I didn't have none of that, <laughs> that then. Is, that was when you were like scrawny. I was, I was a scrawny 13-year-old, right? That is an odd right? time for you to play Santa. But no, I played Santa for like this Christmas play or Christmas musical that we did that was kind of put on by the music teacher. And uh, I remember there was some... Yeah, like I was a Santa and this uh, girl down the block, Barbara, uh, she was a... Uh, a reindeer. She might have been like Rudolph the reindeer. Okay. I don't know. But yeah, no, I, I never proper like dressed up and sat and had children come on my lap. And I mean, that 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 shit's gone, right? Like, I mean, there's no one doing that now. There's, no, I've seen a ton of my are friends. Are there COVID Santas? I have there's, no idea. Listen, okay, let's, it's not COVID Santa. Okay. <laughs> Is there a Santa specifically there to give you COVID? No. <laughs> listen, as wouldn't a- there, wouldn't that be funny if there are two Santas? One is like, I am. Uh, positive. So here's you know. here's the deal. I've seen a ton of my friends post pictures of their kids with Santa this year. Okay. So that's back. I, as a member of the media, I acknowledge that there's quite a bit of mixed messaging going on with this Omicron thing mm-hmm. because even I'm confused. Yeah, like I worked on uh, Monday. Omicron bad. That's all. I yeah, mean. Omicron bad. Um, I worked on Monday morning and. All of the all of the stories I dealt with were Omicron or Omicron, however you say it. But it was, you know, part of it was like, you know, all these mask mandates are back, and you got to get vaccinated, and yeah, you shouldn't do this, and you shouldn't do that. But but we're not going to lock things down. If you're vaccinated, you can go see family. Like it, it, this is not the same as last Christmas. Like it's very mixed messaging. I get it. Okay, I'm confused too. Um. I I guess I mean. You know, it's like, I don't think it's mixed messaging. I, I, just, I feel like every Santa right now would have to be vaccinated to get the job. I, I really, don't think I, there I, are Santas. I'm telling you right now, I don't. I and, literally I mean, have I'm seen sure, pictures okay. of my friend's right. kids with okay. Santa. So I there take are. that back. I'm sure there are Santas because like church. The or, Tucson Mall has a Santa. Church organizations can do it. I don't know. I don't really. The Tucson Mall does. Yes. Okay. I didn't think people. What kind of no. fucking waiver do you have to sign uh, before you let your kid take that picture? I again. Like release them all of all liability. I was talking to my sister about this because I was showing her pictures from um, Aroctus, which was my big Irish dance competition. I just got the professional pictures back. And she was like appalled at the amount of people there without that weren't wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And I had to explain to her, I said, first of all, when you were on stage, you didn't have to wear a mask, but they had it for you the second you got off stage. Yeah, you guys were literally under a pretty tight mask. It was pretty tight, mandate. yeah. And, and it was also like a 50% outdoor venue, so people were in and out all day. Mm-hmm. But I also said that was like end of november when this was barely even happening like that's how fast the omicron variant came saw and kicked ass is that like yes people santas were at malls already i you know again and it's mixed messaging you know they're i don't know i just saw someone that went to uh bronner's uh christmas in uh frankenmuth michigan Christmas wonderland i mean uh world famous at least regionally famous. Uh, no, I think I would say at least uh, nationally, nationally famous. famous. Uh, Christmas, Christmas Village. Uh, but I just saw a family that I that that we know who went there, and they said it was real fun, but kind of you know weird with with no Santa this year. And they took a picture like in where the traditional seat Santa would be. So I just assumed no, there's they're I, watching that. Then no, I'm like, oh, they're shutting down Santa. No, they're not shutting down all Santa. Well, what do I know? What the fuck? Nothing. You Got don't the know anything. Zip zilk zero. 
Hello, everyone. How are you? This is it. You're it, now. If you're listening to this on the day of release, of course, it is uh, Christmas Eve. Which um, Happy Christmas Eve. Which which in my household growing up was pretty much my Christmas because we did not do the traditional Christmas morning wake up and rip open packages. We did all that stuff on Christmas Eve. Don't, so what did you do on Christmas Day then? Uh, church. It was just everything was up very churchy, okay. you know, very Catholic. But but Christmas Eve, I remember specifically, we would have um, a, a complete fish uh, dinner, right? All seafood because it's Lent and all, or, or not Lent, but it's uh, uh, the Friday year. It's, no, that doesn't apply at all for Christmas. Actually. Really, didn't it not? No, was that's that in the spring. Polish that's, thing? That's, no, that's maybe Easter. Just a, maybe that was just a fucking like European thing. That no, we did. well, yeah, no, my um, my ex boyfriend in high school, his grandparents were from Italy, and they did seafood did they on do? Christmas Eve. Yeah, so we would do that, and then after that, I don't know, we would just open up all the presents that were underneath the tree, uh, and that did was, that make Christmas morning like kind of disappointing. <sighs> Yes and no, because usually there were a few Halo presents. Like my yeah. godfather would come over. He lived next door. He would come over with some stuff for me because he was more the traditional Christmas, Christmas morning. morning. Yeah. So you would get that. Um, but what sucked was is that you you had, for me at least, I had to do midnight mass. Ew. So Christmas Eve was about you had this dinner, and then we open up presents, and then you play and then with you them. you think, oh, I get to go to bed. Nope, no. you got to go back to church. And then everyone got ready, and then. And you had to get there early because that's when everybody yeah. showed up. So we would show up to midnight mass then around like uh, 1030. And, and and you're there for like an hour and a half and mass starts at midnight. You didn't get home to like 130, Wait a minute. Morning. Are you telling me you got to church at 1030 and waited for 90 minutes for mass to start? I think there were. When, when we were in the care of <laughs> we, I say me and my mom, like we were collective, right? When I was growing up in my grandparents' home, and they kind of called that shot more, like when we're leaving, okay. when we're getting in just, the car. You just kind of have to. You know, you had to keep up with them. Um, but I do remember once my mom and I moved out, and it was just her. She would, of course, run late. and So we, your mom was late for everything. We would, you know, show up at something like 1130, which is still half an hour early but at midnight mass on christmas eve and you know for my mom that was amazing that she'd show up anywhere half an hour early but she but she we'd show up and then it would just be wall-to-wall people yeah. and like you'd be stuck standing somewhere with like the folks that only show up like once a year yeah, so course, like the chris you, easters yeah like you don't even know all the familiar faces and like we were the folks who went to church like every single week so you knew all the people and then you're like who are all these weirdos yeah here? i remember that i used to get angry about that like in in yeah. on christmas and easter like all the people who would show up to my mm. church. And I was like, I don't know you. Where'd you come from? Now, see, I will say one thing, though. I feel like I have a much better Christmas Eve plan this year. I just bought um, uh, tickets for my son and I to go see Spider-Man <laughs> in, in IMAX. We're going to go see Spider-Man. That's our Christmas Eve. That'll be fun. Bought those tickets online. By the way, I don't feel like this got do justice on one of our past podcasts because we talked a little bit about how we uh, went and saw Ghostbusters yeah. Afterlife and that was really our first big movie back into the theaters yeah. since it everything, yeah. right? It was the one where we said, all right, fine, we'll go see Ghostbusters. Right? Say, I went to see a movie with my yeah. mom when she was here, but as far, yeah. this was your first time back. Yeah, and, and, and you know, in, in, in we've talked, and of course, we've watched new movies, but it's the ones that are being released on HBO Max and just like how we're going to watch Matrix, you know, this weekend, but here at home, right? So uh, when we went and saw this Ghostbusters movie, AJ, and I said this the other day, I said, um, I love you because you're a doer. Like, you see shit that needs getting done, and you do it. Now, AJ, I love you. I also told you, you're not much of a planner or thinker. I think you're blowing this one a little out of proportion. I can tell you where the mistake came in. You just do fast, think, go, boom. Forward, march, ho. When we showed up, to the movie theater for 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 Ghostbusters Afterlife. We're in the little thing to get our tickets, and AJ goes, "Oh, I bought our tickets, right?" So very popular these days. You know, you cut the line, they got the kiosks, all this shit. AJ's like, "Don't worry, I bought our tickets." 
and we got to the front of the line. And at that moment, AJ was a little concerned because apparently we were running five minutes behind. Well, yeah, when we were in line, you know, they have the marquee above the ticket booth and it says when the movies are showing. And I'm like, huh, that's a different time than what's on the ticket. Holy crap, we're five minutes late. Yeah, she's like, shit, I I thought it started at this time. It turns out it's this time and it's, you know, it's our first movie back. You don't want to miss like any of the previews and, you know, you want to get some snacks. So she goes, oh, shit, all right, okay, and get up there and she goes, oh, hi, I I bought our, our tickets and kind of pulled out her phone and and, the lady was like yeah they just scan them up at the booth i said cool lady goes all right you're fine just you know just yeah go over there okay fine go get our concessions go to uh to the uh booth to scan up there's no one there and of course by this time we're running five minutes late it was weird though that nobody was there because when i pick it was online at this theater you pick out your seats and there were like two seats left, like the entire theater yeah, now, purportedly you, was supposed to be full of people. There were like two other people there. Yeah, you have to understand when we agreed to go to the movie, like I said, AJ just does. So she whipped open her laptop, you know, found the uh, the showtime where to go to, clicked on it, bought the tickets. Like, you know, like you said right there, you were like, oh, good thing we bought them because well, it's, it's, it, it's a pretty packed theater it now. It was full. And then like even before we got in the theater... There was nobody standing there because really there was nobody at the theater. We were we were really at a dead theater. We walked into a theater with like two employees. There's no one taking your ticket. There's one person maybe running concessions. So I scanned the little barcode and it beeped and we walked in because there was nobody there. Yeah, we just went. And then as I'm sitting there, I'm like, that's an odd, uh, odd series of events to happen that uh, we were late. There's nobody here when there was supposed to be a ton of people here. Well, yeah, because we walk into this theater, right? Because, again, you know, you tried to show the one person where you purchase your tickets like, hey, here's my barcode. They said, no, someone else takes that. And then, of course, that person wasn't there. So so, you just scan it and walk in. So we just kind of said, "Okay, there's our theater. We're going to go in there. Then we walk into this theater. And again, remember, AJ was like, oh, good thing I went online and bought our tickets because there's a lot of people and yada, yada, yada. And I'm thinking, fuck, now I got to go to my first movie back and wear this mask like the entire time because, you know, I'm going to be bumping elbows with people. We walk into this theater. We're the only two in there. There's fucking nobody. in. I mean, nobody. And especially because we were late. I'm like, if all those people were supposed to be here, they'd be here already. Right. Which, you know, one, I was kind of happy because I go, I can take off my mask oh, yeah. while, I, while I watch the movie. Although three people did walk in, but they were on the opposite side, so I felt fun. Yeah, it would have been weird if they, like, sat right next to us. Yeah, yeah, but luckily they kept their space. So, so we're watching the movie. We're watching the movie. Halfway through, again, because there's nobody there, yeah. so you're not as kind of confined to being quiet and hushed and whatever. AJ just kind of starts looking down. You see her flick at her phone, and then she leans. No, I didn't open my phone during the movie. She leans into me, and she goes, Hey, I'm pretty sure we're at the wrong theater. So here's what happened. And I literally said, tell me after the movie. Because I could tell it was going to be a story, and I'm like, okay, that's a lot to take in right now. I want to finish this thing that's happening. And then I'd love to hear why you believe we're at the wrong movie theater. Okay. So we walk out of the theater and I said, here's yes. the problem. So we've enjoyed our movie. Movie's yeah. over. We're walking out. Yes. And nobody kicked us out of the movie. No, 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 no. We had bought concessions. They weren't going to boot us. Yeah. We, they got their money out of us. They yeah. were fine. The movie got our, their money out of us. It was the same chain of theaters that... You have to get to the story before you get to your justification. She's trying to give you the the uh, defense before you hear the charges. That's that's what she's doing. Charges? Oh my god! Will you please read the charges? What actually happened? Uh, I bought the tickets on my phone, not my laptop. Okay, your lap phone. And you know how sometimes your phone will like pick your location without like showing it to you first. Um. Yeah. Sure. On like websites. Yeah. They're like, hey, this is your zip code, and if you don't correct it, then that becomes your zip code. Yeah. Um. The zip code for is for the other side of town of mm-hmm. on Tucson. I'm pretty sure it was South Tucson. Okay. But it's so similar to our zip code that I didn't notice. It's like one number off. So I didn't notice. And it was like a century theater. The theater two minutes from our house is a century theater. Uh-huh. I thought that's what it was. So I bought the tickets for that theater. Then we go to the one by our house. I said, huh, the time is different. That's weird. And then we get into the theater, and I'm like, there's nobody here. That's weird, too. And then, just like The Sixth Sense, so you're sitting there watching the movie, 
And then it all fucking clicks, and you're yep. like, he's been dead the whole time. Yeah, uh, we are at the wrong theater. You just sat there, and you're such a, God bless you, you're a rule follower. Not a goody two-shoes, but just like you like to play within, you like to color within the lines, okay? What did you feel like in that moment when you realized that you had bought a ticket for a movie at a different location and then just strolled into another oh, movie yeah. house and sat down to watch that same movie? Because if somebody would have been standing at that booth, with because it has a little scanner thing that just yeah. sits there. And, and I, th- I've been to that theater before with my mom. And when there's nobody there, you just scan your barcode and keep going, which is what we did. If somebody would have been there, they probably would have said, hey. Would have booted your ass. You're at the wrong theater. Oh, man. Well, that, that would have sucked more. Because, like, again, I could, all, I could already tell. We would never have made it to the other theater. Well, she was already stressed because as soon as we walk in, like, we're walking in, theoretically, let's say we thought the movie started at 2.30, right? And we're walking in at, like, 2.28. So you're thinking, like, all right, quick in. Yeah. Boom, you know, get your tickets, boom, get your popcorn. You're sitting down by probably the, you know, the first preview starts playing. So as soon as we walk in, you look up at the screen and you go, oh, shit, it says it started at 225 instead of 230. So we're already running we're behind. Late. And I said, how is that? Like, I, I, that was not the time on the website. Right. So it's Tr- already. Listen, this is a perfect example of trust your gut. That's when I knew I'm like, trust your gut. Something's wrong. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, was anything really wrong? See, here's no. where she goes with her defense. Well, because I felt She goes, well, bad. Ghostbusters still got their money, which they did. Yeah, they did. I felt bad, but then I realized, well, the movie got their money. The movie theater didn't get our ticket money, but we bought concessions from them, which is basically the price of a ticket. So, theoretically, you just put two ticket sales on a different, like, location. So, yes. maybe there was a manager uh, competition that month to see who could put the seats, you know, butts in the seats. And you gave two, you know, two extra, yeah. two extras to the guy at the other Cinemark, but our Cinemark is where you actually attended the movie. Is that you know your your defense of the? Entire I don't have situation? a defense. There I bought is. tickets for. I we went to the wrong theater. Okay. I was just laughing because I'm sitting here buying the tickets for. Uh, we're going to go see Spider Man. Are you sure you bought tickets yeah, right. for the Century Marketplace? Well, because here's <laughs> the Tucson? well, here's the funny part. So I asked my son. I go, dude, there's all these options. I go, we can see it regular style, right? Regular screen. I said, "There's 3D." I know he doesn't like 3D. Yeah. Um, and I said, "But and I said, and there's there's IMAX." And where we used to live in Grand Blanc, Michigan, we had an IMAX like 10 minutes from our house. Yeah. And for most of our tenure at the radio station, we had like an unlimited supply of free, free movie, movie tickets. tickets. Yeah. So we would go to that IMAX like all the for any movie that came out, even if it wasn't like IMAX worthy. It was like a like a drama. You're like, yeah, fuck it, we're gonna go see it on the IMAX, right? So I, I ask our son, I go, hey, which Spider-Man do you want to go to? And I gave him all the options. He's like, Dad, we got to go to IMAX. That's like where it's the best. Yeah. And I go, all right. So right there, that limits me to one theater in town. Luckily, it's in the Foothills Mall, which we drive past all oh, the time. Oh, that's not too far. And it's like, dude, it's the best 80s looking mall known to man. It looks like the mall from Stranger Things. In fact, I've taken, crazy. I've taken a picture of it before yeah. and said, wow, it looks like the mall from Stranger Things. Like, okay. it's crazy. So that's where I ended up. And, and, and then now the problem is, is that they have it there in like four different formats. It's like, yeah. do you want it regular? Do you want it 3D? Do you want it overdubbed in Spanish? Do you want it in IMAX? Oh you know, so I'm like, oh, shit, man. And I'm a like, lot of choices. IMAX and same thing. They're like, hey, you got to choose your uh, seats. Luckily, it's Christmas Eve. So I said, hit or miss. This is either going to be like everybody's there or nobody. Yeah, like, there. A, like a bunch of com- comic book nerds and, you know, video game nerds. We all show up and we watch this movie or is it like nobody. Luckily, it's nobody. Yeah, There's it's, like seven people in the theater. With honestly, us. I think most people who have been dying to see that saw it already. Probably already saw it. Yeah. Right. So so we didn't. So we're going to go see it. And, you know, as I was doing that and picking out our our uh, seats and uh, I got the email, it just triggered the memory. And I said, fuck, she never told everyone no. how she sent us to the wrong movie. You basically snuck us into a movie. Yeah, you but snuck I still, us into a movie. But I didn't because I still paid for everything. <laughs> You snuck us into someone I else's. I didn't. I didn't get the world's an, worst I didn't get a crime. free movie. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk be going to space by himself. What the fuck is that white man doing in space alone? That's not suspicious to anybody but me. And this motherfucker goes to space without the government, without NASA, which I didn't even know you could fucking do. As far as I knew, they were the space niggas. They run space. You want to fuck with space, you got to fuck with them. This motherfucker built a spaceship like it's a go-kart, goes on Tuesdays. 
bitch, space day is Saturday! Everybody know that! You can't leave midweek to go to goddamn space! It's an event, it happens Saturday, the TV's on, this nigga be going Wednesday night. What? From Sacramento at that, bitch, space place is Cape Canaveral, that's where you go from. And when you go on a space, you at least tell the people it's a PSA. You get on the goddamn news, you say, hey, people, I'm about to go fuck around in space. Don't be alarmed. This nigga just went. We thought it was aliens. Is it aliens? No, it's just Elon doing donuts in the sky. What the fuck is this? So we've been uh, waiting to tell this story because it's literally been just like an evolving saga. And people have sometimes brought up to us like, hey, tell us about your solar panels. And there's been a reason why we've been particularly quiet about something kind of unique and cool and fun um, as solar energy, especially considering that we moved from the Midwest to Arizona. Southern Arizona, yeah. Right? Like, this is, this is all you see are solar panels and electric cars, and this is like the hub of the alternative energy fields, right? Well, now we can finally tell you about our solar experience. I did have to check, by the way, that there was no NDA involved in some of these paperwork that I signed. Oh, my God. Because it just screams that, like, you know, they would. Please, Elon, would Elon Musk, like, sue us for talking about this? Jeez, I love how you go, L- listen to that right for the fucking, uh, well, no, you, you no, calm, no one even knows down. the story yet. Calm down, I just said, I literally, all I was saying is, like, really an NDA, like, you think they would give us an NDA? Yeah. I'm not getting defensive, this I just is, think This is the part where I tell you it was Tesla, so you guys didn't even know that it was Tesla. Okay, well, I'll let Pat do the talking <laughs> then. <laughs> no, it was, so we had, when we moved here, I wanted solar panels for a long time, right? And just living in the upper Midwest, it really doesn't make sense. Um, well, it does, but it doesn't. I mean, you 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 get the same daylight out of them, but I mean, it's not the same. As your energy in- needs are different. Yeah. It's just a different. I mean, game. I don't I don't want to push the narrative that you can't use solar no, panels no, no, no. in you the Midwest can. because you can. It's just like you said, uh, energy needs are much different in the Midwest. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense if you're in the Southwest to take advantage, right? It's a big industry here in Arizona. You are inundated with uh, commercials and people, you know, door to door salesmen trying to sell you. And we had decided on Tesla for our power needs mainly because one. Um, you know, it is a forward thinking company that yeah. is making amazing products. And it's it's out here. Like the first thing I noticed when we got here is holy shit, so many Tesla cars. Like they're everywhere. They even have their own special license plates. So they're they're a force out here. So, you know, I we had decided on Tesla not only based on their technology of some of the solar options that they had, but really because they um, had a great uh, add-on, which is called the Powerwall, which is now becoming more commonplace. Uh, there's you need other, to explain it, though. Other, other companies are making them. A Powerwall is basically a rechargeable battery. And like I said, this is now more common with more you know, uh, solar companies will sell you some kind of a battery. But basically, it's a system, not just solar panels that help. I say because uh, solar panels will power your house when they're being charged by the sun. Yeah, right. When they're not, you go back on the grid and got to pay your electric bill. Now, it, it, of course, it'll be a lot less. I was going to say, you're, you're going to obviously... Pay, pay next to nothing, but yeah. you're still... If you want to be totally off the grid, you got to get a power wall because after um, it basically stores the charge yeah. from Store, the sun yeah, all stores day. energy. So that when there is no sun, and maybe like we noticed it the other night, I was doing laundry at like 7 o'clock, it was dark out. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no sun, but the power wall was powering the house. So, so that's what that does. It's a backup system. Yeah, basically, it's like you're converting the sun into energy that you use. Any of the excess energy you put in this little uh, unit, and when the sun goes down, guess what? The uh, battery powers your house. And then by, before it, it runs out of juice, the sun is back up. Yeah. And then, you know, thus, so on and so forth. Very exciting. Moving to Arizona, we had kind of made the decision, we, we're going to do this. Sense, yeah. This is a priority. Obviously, air conditioning bills down here can be legendary. Um, so it makes sense to do this. We invested a decent amount of money. And this process started in June, okay? Yeah, as soon as Pat got here in June, he jumped all over it. 
And it really was a process that I believe the visionary of Tesla, right, Elon Musk, would be proud of, that it was a completely digital, online, self-contained process, void of any human contact. Yeah, and I think, and, and we'll get to this, but if we hadn't had any issues which we did, you wouldn't have had to talk to a person at all. No, never. Like, the way they have it set up, I mean, you wouldn't have had to talk to a human being once if this would have gone out smoothly. So the way it kind of started was you go on the website, you give some information. And they you based- had to give quite a bit of information. You had to, like, didn't you have to, like, measure stuff and take pictures of the house? Well, the way it goes is when you're beginning, it, it kind of just asks basic information about your address, and they pull up your home and kind of say, all right, this is the kind this of... This is the kind of panels you're going to want. This yeah. is how many you're going to need with your size house exactly. and your power usage. So you kind of do that. You figure out what kind of system you want. All right, here are the options. You want to pay for this in cash? Do you want to, you know, finance it? Do you want to lease it? Yes, you can lease your solar equipment there's all types of options you do that and uh, you put down i put down a hundred dollars that's it that was my deposit a hundred dollars i kept asking him i'm like so you're telling me that they're gonna put panels on our house with a hundred dollars down man and this system is huge i mean one entire side of our roof is full of solar panels and the power walls are gigantic and but they're 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 almost flat but they're huge and they go up against the wall and there's two of them but i was just floored i'm like are you sure they only want a hundred dollars to come out and do this hundred dollars off my debit card and yeah you're right aj the next steps were little things like hey can you take a picture of this area send it in take a picture of this area send it in and then they just plan out your soul. And, like, that was it. Like, they literally, they were the ones that sent off the information to my HOA. They're the ones that sent off all the permits to the, the city. They're the ones they, who... They dealt with the power company. Everything. I literally, like I had said, had not talked to anyone and just kind of kept getting updates and getting installed date reminders. And then the big day came when Tesla was going to show up and install our solar system. I was a little, I was our solar system. I like that. Our very own. Uh, our very own solar system. I was worried that day because this is very much Pat's thing. And while I agree with it, like I absolutely think we should get solar. I said, this is going to be your task. Like you are, you can take this on. And he had just started working his new job, which was at a, a, cent, a therapy center that was outside the house. He's working from home now. Yeah, but I was leaving the home he every day. He was leaving the house at like 7.30, getting home at 6 p.m. every day. And he goes, by the way, <laughs> they're coming by to install the solar panels. And not only, I mean, I was nervous because, A, I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know any of the, uh, the outs and ins of this. And I'm like, okay, well, if they have a problem, I'll have them call you. I had also just worked one of my first overnight shifts. Um, and this was in July. So you're tired. And you're I was like, adjusting. Oh, I know. Not, yeah. And our son was, he was still on summer break. So yeah. I was like, oh shit. And I just told the guys when they got here, I'm like, listen, you need me, call me. I'll be sleeping, but I can get up. You know, my son's home, whatever. So they come, Pat leaves for work. I mean, literally as they, now again, up until this point, everything had been so smooth. I thought all I had to tell you was, hey, just so you know, be here. these guys are going to be here. Because they said the preparations for install is like a slick three-step process. Yeah. It's like... They really didn't even have to come in the house. No, it's like this, that, that. Yeah, they're like, open right? the garage. That's all they said. Open your that's garage it. and we're good. I, I said, okay, if something blows up, call me. So I literally, as I'm leaving the house the day of our install, uh, which again is a very exciting day, right? It was right? exciting, yeah. I had to leave. I had to go to work. But I saw them literally as soon as I was uh, leaving for work, they They were showing up. up. And I said, oh, this is so great. I said, hey, my wife's inside. I said, she's getting ready to lay down. If if, if you need anything urgent, you know, she's available. But if it's something just, hey, to confirm a piece of information, you can get a hold of me at this number. Okay, great, fine. And it really wasn't a problem. Boom. It, it It was a pretty simple day. Although I laid down for a few hours. And our son came and woke me up and he goes, mom, do you smell that? And I was like, yeah, it smells like something's burning. But I'm like, they're putting solar panels on the roof. I'm like, that could be a million different things. I have no idea. The only other thing they said to expect that day was that 
the power would surge on and off throughout the day, very briefly. That that you could expect power outages. Yes. So, and and the only reason I noticed it is because it was July in Arizona, and it was 106 degrees outside. So your your air conditioning goes so off. So every time the air AC and the fans would go off, I'd start sweating and wake up. But by the time I was up, they were back on. It was just kind of it was a blip here and there. But that was it. And then they left. And I think they said they were going to come back the next day to finish. Like, yeah, they, they there had, was like yeah. a, there was another day. Sometimes of work it's to one day, sometimes it's yeah. two. They're like, we'll be back tomorrow. And I noticed that um, our microwave and our dishwasher were not connected to power. And I was like, oh, I'm sure it's just something they're doing. You know, this is a, a day like, long. This process. is what they yeah. said. Oh, things are going to be turning on, turning off. Exactly. So I was like, ah, eh, it's fine. You know, I'm sure everything will go back to normal tomorrow. So, yeah, so unbeknownst to you, AJ, he had already texted me the exact kind, you know, the same kind of statements like, hey, there's something burning. I smell something burning. And, you know, again, I just chalked it up to there's work being done in the house. Yeah. Some soldering or something. And I don't electrical know. Electrical work. I'm like, yeah, who knows? You're going you're gonna to smell some, some foreign smells. I get home. That's when AJ lays on me about, hey, do you know when they're going to be turning the power all the way back on? Because yeah, I'm like, some things are not on. Yeah, some things are on. Some things are not. I mean, luckily, the big stuff, you know, the AC and all that was fine. But little things, there were, you know, fans that weren't turning on. And I was like, oh, maybe this will be resolved tomorrow. So, yeah, you know, immediately in my mind, my spidey senses um, tingle a little bit. But in your mind, you, you kind of think, okay, yeah, you're having work done on the house. This kind of yeah, makes give it sense, time. Yeah. right? I'm like, I'm sure this will be fine tomorrow. Next day comes and goes. Uh, the entire system is installed. I'm told then I'll have to wait on approval from... Yeah, there's like all the, the electric company has to come out and approve the installation and all that stuff. The local inspectors, but there's a few more steps. Again, so that's why it's a process, right? Yeah. Getting it up on your on your home is really just one step in it. Yeah. So you're kind of excited about all that. I get back home from work. That's when you find out all that stuff that wasn't, well, uh, you know, powering up. Oh, it's still not powering up. And by the way, we've discovered a whole bunch of items in the house. Oh, Tesla short-circuited and damaged a whole bunch of property when they were installing your solar panel system. Let me tell you what is really scary is not having a ceiling fan in July in Arizona. I mean, it was scary. We, we basically just had to go through the house and turn stuff on to see if it got blown out. Like, and, and I will say this, the really important stuff, like I said, the AC, work computers that I, I have from yeah. work, stuff TVs. like TVs, all that stuff was fine. But yeah, we had ceiling fans out, the microwave, the dishwasher, Pat's DJ speakers. Say, yeah, so here, when we actually got done with everything, the list of items that were damaged, um, which I assumed are just short-circuited, blown out, whatever, are a ceiling fan. So that's an installed ceiling yeah. fan. So you got to kind of factor in labor on that, right? Because I'm no Tim the Toolman Taylor. Uh, like you said, AJ, a microwave, a dishwasher, uh, two Alexas, uh, two Rokus. Our son's little Super Nintendo. Our son had his own uh, those Super NES. The mini you, ones, yeah. You just heard us talking about them a few episodes ago, all about those little Nintendo systems. Yeah, that was blown out. Yeah, that was a Christmas present of his, right, from a couple yeah. of years ago. That was blown out and dead. Um, I have two DJ monitor speakers that I use when I'm playing sick beats here <laughs> in the Groovecat Lounge. <laughs> That was blown out, much to my son's pleasure, actually. He was yeah, happy he was about, that. about that. He's like, good, he can shut up with the music. Um, so, you know, literally at that point now, I'm like, I mean, it's 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 not it's not worst case scenario, because again, like you said, it's not like your whole fucking house doesn't power up no. or like everything's broken. We had air, but, which was the most yeah, important right? thing in July, and we also we had the stovetop, the yeah. refrigerator and, was fine. Yeah, like you said, yeah, fridge is fine. That's fine. But still, you know, I'd say a good I'd say a good forty percent of our yeah. electronics all of a sudden yeah. just don't work. And like I did say again, yeah, I felt like there was a bit of uh like my old Polish ancestry coming out where it's like karma 
for you daring to have a dishwasher or microwave. Like those are two <laughs> things that you should like. You should wash your own dishes, cook things on a fucking stove. That's just because you. And I, I felt like it was my ancestors telling it's me because you and I didn't grow up with dishwashers. Know? We still feel like it's like an, a, an extravagant item. But so that kind of began, and I shit you not, it was June twenty eighth. That began what was supposed to be a four to six week project, and we were already at that point about three weeks in. Right, because when you start doing your thing on the website, they give you the timeline. And we were in that point where they're like, great, you're right here. We're going to get your system up. And then we just got a few more steps, and bam, you're turning the sun into energy, and you're not paying four to $500 a month to cool down your house in an Arizona summer. So we were pretty chill about it. We called them and said, hey, we got like a bunch of stuff that's not working since you guys came. And why are you putting your finger up? No, I was just Oh, like, usually yeah. do that to shut me up. That's why. Okay. I was okay. just like, yeah. So we were pretty chill about it. We called and said, hey, you know, just FYI, since you guys came and installed, you know, there was a burning smell and now there's a bunch of electronics not working, wondering if you can come out and check things out. And what we were afraid of absolutely happened. They came out and the I actually had uh, called a guy who had installed uh, something for me before Pat got here. I said, hey, like, can you do our ceiling fan? Like, this has to get fixed now. Oh, like you just ran out and got a new ceiling yeah, fan. Yeah, because the ceiling, it was just so hot. I'm like, out of yeah. all the things that we need right now, the ceiling fan in, you know, July in Arizona, we need it. Mm. So that guy was here, and he does, you know, electrical stuff. Yeah. And Tesla said, okay, we'll come out and look at it. And they came out while that guy was here. And I was like, hey. I'm like, I don't want to put this on you, but I'm like, you know, just keep an eye on what they're doing and tell me, you know, if it's all on the up and up, because I'm like, I'm really afraid they're going to blame this on us and tell us they're not at all responsible for the damage to the house and the electronics. And sure enough, <laughs> as they left, this may shock you. They blamed it on us yeah, in the house. Like, this is not our they're fault. They're like, it's not our fault. It's the wiring in the house. This is, uh, I, I, I compare this to the two times in my life that I dealt with the city of Chicago uh, in complaining. And uh, one was when I was uh, 16, my mother complained to the uh, Chicago Police Department after I was handled a, a bit roughly and violently by some local 8th <laughs> District uh, policemen. And, uh, you know, the Chicago Police's very own uh, group investigated and closed the case within two weeks. And found that it was your fault, right? found that nothing happened. No, of course not. Much like when a CTA bus uh, hit my car in college and uh, when I then attempted to say, you hit my car. Pay for it. Pay for it. They, Somehow they said, well, they it's said, your fault. <laughs> Don't you understand? We investigated this matter and we've closed it. It is your fault. So we knew. I knew this was going to happen. I could just feel it. I'm like, they're going to they're gonna put this on us. I mean, you were kind of hoping, is a guy going to come out and say, yeah, oh, I think. Oh, I think we fucked up. I like, think, of course they're I not. I think Joe did. So, so basically, no shocker. The local guy who installs it says, hey, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. This is on you. He's like, something is faulty inside the house. Yeah. And I said, well, that's weird because we just moved in here and yeah. had all the inspections done and everything was fine. So I feel like if something was wrong, they would have found it. Um, so they left that day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about this. This is for the, the funny So part. they left. They and leave, I'm right? talking to the guy. The power, they turned the power off to I figure mean, out what's it, going kind on. Kind of same thing as when you're doing the solar install. They're like, hey, you know, the, the power is going to go on and well, off. Well, and that's what and- I was telling the guy who put in the fan. I said, hey, listen, you know, coordinate with them because I don't want them turning the power on while you're up there putting in a fan. <laughs> sure. So I was like, hey, if you're going to turn it off, keep it off till he's done. Yeah. So he's up there putting up the fan. I'm like, what do you think? And he's like. I don't see how this could be your fault. He's like, that's this is not your fault at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's well versed in this stuff. And that's he said, what he does for yeah. Living, he's yeah. like, I recommend getting a full home electrical inspection. Which I'm like, damn it, that's more money. We've just spent so much money mm-hmm. on inspections. I'm like, but fine, if this is how it'll work, that's fine. So the guys leave, and I'm sitting there talking to the guy who was putting in the fan, and like we are dr- sweating bullets. Yeah, you're sitting it inside was the house, so hot. Yeah. And he went to turn on the fan before he left, and it didn't turn on. He goes, you know, they didn't turn your power back on. Yeah, there you go. They, they left without turning the power they came back, back on. They came back to check their work, 
And in the process, when they left, just didn't turn the power back on. And so I had to call them, and I could hear him go, oh, Tommy, did you turn the power back on? No, did you? Oh, we'll, we'll be back after lunch. Good. So they came back, turned the power on, and that's when I had the guy who put in the fan. I'm like, do a walk around, around like the house and what they did yeah. after they're gone, and you tell me. And he goes, I don't see how this is your fault. You guys needed to get an inspection and get your money out of these people. So, you know, that kind of began the saga of, okay, their stance, at least this employee's stance is. This is your problem. This is faulty wiring on your home's fault. We did nothing wrong. And now It was interesting, though, because you know what they never explained away was the burning smell. I said, but we smelled something burning when you guys were on the roof. Smells are interesting things. They're like like emotions. They are. They're hard to prove in court. Well, and he was was like, we didn't smell anything. Yeah, that's like like I said, that's very much like, it felt rough. Like, okay, well, what does feel rough feel like, right? Is that when you blew out everything in the house? Like, it happened, dude. So, of course, because legitimately at that point, I go, well, I want to make sure I just didn't buy a house that's going to burn up to the ground. Well, that was the scary part, too, is we're like, what if something really is wrong in the house? End up going to hire an electrician. Electrician, bonded, licensed, insured, comes out, gives you the whole full home inspection. You blow a couple hundred dollars. Of course, that bonded, licensed, insured uh, electrician tells you what we already knew. That there's nothing wrong with the house. They messed something up. And he was pretty thorough. I mean, he like opened up boxes and he like put tape on wires that they had miswired. He's like, that's not supposed to go there. That's not connected to anything. There was something on the outside of the house that was literally like live wires exposed to the air. He goes, they should have covered that. Like he's like, it's their fault. So this is where... Um, this is where the lug, I, I guess the positives of the virtual nature of this business turn into negatives, right? Because if you don't have any problems, well, then yeah. not talking to a human is no but, big deal. You know, again, it's like anything in life. It's good till it's not. Alcohol is good for you until you realize, oh, this is causing bad things for me, right? And then he stopped drinking. Uh, everything not dealing with a person up until that point I loved. Right? No one pushing me. No no sales techniques. No, no trying to upsell you. I no, just, they were very on the up and up about it. Could just go on the website, get what I want, and leave. Trying to get a person to actually take command of this issue was the hardest, <clears throat> most frustrating, like, four-month adventure of my life. Because you call and... Again, I'd never really dealt with anyone up until install day, right? I had only had this guy's, uh, the local guy's number because he gave it to me that day going, hey, if there's, you know, anything you need, here's my card, right? So I now was lost in this myriad of a company that isn't big on people-to-people communication yeah i don't know if you watched uh elon musk on snl <laughs> but he <laughs> self-admittedly says like people skills are not his thing not our thing which is actually kind of awesome because his company reflects that i mean and and you really don't have to deal with a lot of people like and, like pat said it's great until you have a problem and you actually need somebody i mean it's just like the positive i suppose of maybe buying a tesla car is you don't deal with a salesman yeah for how many decades have we made fun of car salesmen and yeah. they're pushy and they're this and they're that but if you buy a car from Crazy Joe and then the transmission goes out. You can bring it back to Crazy Joe. And Crazy Joe's there and he'll be like, well, we're going to get that taken care of for you. We didn't have anybody to say that. So I eventually, over the course of four months, go through various levels of people who take some sort of ownership of what this problem is. Yeah, nobody really blew us off, but it was just a lot of yeah, different people. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like a fuck you, you're crazy. It, it was a, okay, can you send us a list of the items that were damaged? Okay, can you send us the report that you paid for from your electrician? Yeah. Okay, can you, you know... Like, do- we covered our bots, so yeah. we sent off all that information. Right? And again, like, I'm just, I'm so glad we made money off our old house because oh we goodness. had money in the coffer to buy new appliances. I mean, we were able to, like, that the next, you know, I mean... Eating out got old real quick. I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm like... <laughs> You're door dashing food every yeah, night. Yeah, I'm like, we need to get a new microwave and a new dishwasher, and we need to get everything fixed. So now the whole time this is going on, of course, you're thinking, what about that $100 payment? Well, the balance was coming due. And again, we're talking with a 
just a company that's big enough and disconnected enough from itself where even though there's some executive customer relations person who's dealing with my issue, uh, knowing very well that I'm not going to pay my balance until these issues get resolved isn't communicated with another system that yeah. keeps sending me emails and texts saying you need to pay saying you need to pay us your entire amount then we can turn on your system yeah, they'd obviously hey they, you you gotta uh, yeah. pay your amount so we can turn on your system hey you didn't pay your entire amount so we can turn on your system well and like we were really i think we handled it really well on our part i mean i can see how like somebody would absolutely explode over this and i get it but like we us we we bought the uh, we bought a new appliances we didn't go top of the line. Say we went, got what we normally would, yeah, right? Yeah, we, we went kind of midline, not the cheapest, because you know how that always ends up. Mm-hmm. But we went midline. We got only got what we needed. We 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 bought a new stove because otherwise the stove was like twenty years old. Oh, she so wants she wanted matchy matchy appliances. That's fine. That's all good. It's fine to have matchy matchy. But honestly, I like matchy matchy. Would it have driven you crazy if the only said, white appliance was fine. the stove? It's fine. So, but we're like we're not you know we're not going to charge but, them for no, that. But, that but, was but our I mean, choice. So overall, with a pro- Project of that size and kind of uh, just a debacle that it was. I will say we handled it stress wise amazing. Yeah, because it was so out of your hands. Yeah, it was so we, out of your we hands. We knew like we're gonna have to replace everything. Yeah, and like we're gonna have to pay out of pocket and eventually hope that they will. That pay this us money's back. gonna come back. And I shit you not, you know, and AJ would just like every couple of weeks kind of be like. What's going on with Tesla? Well, because I'd walk the dog at any time. Walking the dog, pulling into the driveway, I see this roof full of solar panels. Yeah. And this like big green glowing box in our garage. And I'm like, that's still not on. Yeah. Like we're still we're not using that yeah. yet. And it was it went in well, in June. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can uh officially report that as of two weeks ago. Uh, when papers were signed, sealed, notarized, sent back and forth, money was exchanged, uh, and inspections were officially done, we have our own solar-generated energy system here at the house. It's really cool. I mean, this was an absolute shit show, but Um, it's cool. (laughs) The technology is incredible awesome. you should see pat there's an he has an app on his phone that shows him when we are using solar yeah when we are using uh you know a uh, power from the power wall and when we are pulling energy like from elsewhere yeah. and so, it's, so he, far our 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 highest day we were a 99 percent self-generated house that's cool and then on lower days we we're like 85 percent. and this is also like it's I mean, this is winter, bro. It's winter. I mean, we're just like anybody else in the country. We don't have a lot of daylight right now. The sun doesn't come up till about, I'd say, Six. oh, hell no. Tr- trust me, I work overnights. Well, no, I I've no. noticed how it's coming. <laughs> like, trust yeah. me, I've noticed it's coming up no, later. No, no. I just literally watched the app because the app, I have all these little graphs and shit on it, and it tells me hour by hour the breakdown. And, and I can tell right about when we go from the power wall, right? So, you know, we're, say it's the middle of the night, it's midnight, we have a new night. There's our power wall giving us energy. Not a lot because what we we're do when we're sleeping. And then I notice on on the on the map around like six a.m. you see the solar start to creep in, and then you see the solar. Yeah, take the sun over. comes up at like seven and goes yeah. down at about five twenty right now during winter. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We, but the fact that we are still generating enough power through the solar yeah. to power the house in the winter is awesome and i cannot wait to see what it's like in the summer when we're actually running the ac 24 hours see, a day and like yeah that's that's the money time that's when you're gonna be yeah. like crank it down to 60 i don't care because i'm generating my own i'll tell man. you though i and i was surprised to figure this out but not surprised um, with us over the summer, we were running a pool pump and the AC mm-hmm. all day long. I yeah. mean, there was no downtime at all. Yeah. Uh, our bill was Gloria. still less than it was in Michigan. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Was it really? Yes. Oh my God. In Michigan. Oh hurt. my gosh. Yes. You were getting screwed. And I think I, we knew that when we were there and we knew that I when mean, we left. I almost feel bad leaving Tep, who's our local, uh, electric people. Cause it's a, it's a pretty really great, it's a pretty good company. Now I'm like selling energy back to they're them. Like I sell it cool. back to them. And like, they're not, they weren't, yeah. you know, at, for, I was like, are they going to be weird about the solar? Because that's taking money they're out of their pocket. They're all about it. They're, they're all with you. Yeah. They're like, no, I'm in on this. Yeah. And yeah, I check the app all the time. I'm like, oh, we're generating this many kilowatts. We're it's using cool. that many kilowatts. 
thoughts. It is a freeing feeling, especially after you see things like that's happening in Texas, Texas yeah. with the grid going down. Oh, and one just, of my friends lives in Texas, and they, guess what? They changed to solar because yeah, of what happened. Like it's just, you know, a little bit of uh, independence there off the grid. I feel, of course, you feel like you're reducing your carbon footprint. You're doing something good for the uh, for well, Mother Earth as well. And, and you also realize, I mean, the solar presence out here is incredible. Well, like, yeah, in Arizona, it is dominant. Once you start looking around, yes. like um, parking lots for schools and big office buildings, they have awnings that you can park your car under because otherwise your car just like spontaneously yeah, combusts. It's, it just bakes. bakes in the sun. Um, but those awnings are made of solar panels. Yeah, sure you got it. And as Why I'm looking at well, yeah, you know? I'm like, this is so freaking cool out here. Listen, if you don't think corporate, you know, corporate entities aren't figuring out, hey, how can we save a buck in Arizona? Yeah. It's off the energy bill, you know? So it's been, and again, here's the shitty part about it is that it's like the technology is great. I'm unbelievably happy with the process. Yeah. Did I ever expect that this would take from June to December? Hell no. And that I would, in the process, have to replace a bunch of shit, get reimbursed for that My shit. My only qualm about this <sighs> entire situation, and and again, you know, Tesla was cool about it. I'll say, yeah, they they never at any point were like, fuck you, it's your problem. From from every point, they Except were Except for the guy who came back and said it was our well, problem. Well, because he was trying to save his ass. <laughs> well, I know he was. Because he's the guy who he's got guy, this taken yeah. out of his paycheck. That's yeah. why. I bet you, you know what? I know you slammed Elon coming in, nah. into this. Elon, I bet you, is a pretty, like, um, own your fuck-ups kind of guy. And he'll be like... Uh, you cost us this much money in damage, so um, we'll be deducting this much uh, out of your checks over the next 12 months. Thank my, you. My only complaint about the whole thing is when they, I won't say they tried to lowball us, but they were asking us, like, what year and brand was the stove that... They did get very specific on some of the appliances. And I'm like, I don't know. It was yeah. here when we bought the house. It's old. So but they're I mean, like, well, we're going to pay you for that. We're not going to pay you for what you bought, but, which I also understand. But I still was like, really? Really? Like, I didn't buy a $20,000 stove, okay? You know? So, but that, I mean, was, that was really the only, you know, scuffle we had. But, like, we were able... And by we, by the way, she means me. Pat, she yeah. 0% participated in this, but would voice her displeasure in it when I would this say your thing. when I would say things like hey they offered us this much I can't believe they only offered us this much you know you tell Elon Musk he could take a space rocket and shove it up his ass <laughs> well I still kind of feel that way <laughs> uh, but but again as much as the process and all that shit kind of sucked that I I'm so satisfied with the product well and if you would have dealt with a smaller company this would have been ugly. This would have been real ugly, I feel like, because it like, would have been just been fighting back and forth, and there was no real fighting back and forth. Like, there wasn't. There, there wasn't. wasn't. It was very much like, all right, That was the right. only time we were like, hold on a second, is yeah. when they gave us the, they're like, we're going to give you this much. We're like, hang so, on. You but know, other than that, no, it was pretty smooth sailing, except for the fact that it took six months to get it turned out. So Merry Christmas to us. Yeah, we got solar. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.